Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Catch it in from the corner. Wolf and Luke. Brings the boom. And catching bodies on his way to the rack. Suns, game day with K-Ray. I'm ready for whatever. I'm ready for whatever. Yeah, Wolf and Luke on a Monday afternoon. The Suns. Played on Friday, play Saturday, play again on Wednesday. Wolf, they also played tonight. <laughs> this is crunch time here in the season. Eight games to go. DeAndre Ayton is probable for tonight. But Kevin Ray of Bally Sports is definite for right now. <laughs> Joining us on the Arizona Sports Line. What's going on, K-Ray? Happy Monday, gentlemen. How we doing? doing We're doing good. okay, Gag. Have, uh, have you had any technical fouls rescinded over the last few hours, or is that just a Luca thing? <laughs> They're still going through the paperwork on mine. Uh, it wasn't quite as clear, apparently, as Lucas. <laughs> so, Kay, I want to ask you about Saturday night in particular because the Phoenix Suns look like the Phoenix Suns to me. Was there a specific part of Saturday night's game against the 76ers that you liked the best, other than a win, obviously? Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, in one word, Wolf, it would be consistency. Uh, we, we saw consistency from the start of the game to the end of the game. Yeah. And really, you know, if you want to break things down to its core, that has been really the, the, the failure or the missing piece for this team over the last few weeks. You know, we've seen them play great quarters. We've seen them have great halves and see them play three quarters of a game. But, did not see them string together consistently. Um, you know, case in point, the the 45-point meltdown allowed to Sacramento on Friday night. And so that's what stood out to me is, is they got consistent play from the starters, consistent play from the bench. Uh, defense was pretty steady as well and much tighter. And as a result, you know, you get a, uh, a much-needed win. Okay, you, you mentioned the bench. T.J. Warren was huge against Sacramento and then followed it up with another uh, you know, performance against uh, the, the 76ers. And then Terrence Ross was, was 30 points against the Kings, plus another 15 against the Sixers. Uh, when they shortened this bench down for the, the playoff rotation, in your mind, is there a way where both of those guys and Landry Shamit would get minutes, or is there just not enough room? I mean, I, I think that there will be moments and opportunities, um, you know, because I, I know oftentimes as, as fans, you just, you know, they, they, you want it in black and white. Well, you know, I want to know these guys are going to play. I want to know. And it's just, it's not as simple as that. Um, you know, you look at the situation the other night, uh, Landry, who had played well in his couple games back, runs into early foul trouble, you know, three quick fouls. And so his opportunity for even more minutes was basically undone, you know, by his own doing it. It had nothing to do with, with my decision. It's like you can't afford to keep him, you know, on the floor with those th- three quick fouls. So I think that there will be opportunities. And look, the, the one thing that, that we have said throughout, and we know this uh, as well as anybody, um, it, you know, playoffs are so matchup based. And so much of it will depend on who that first round playoff matchup is uh, and if they're fortunate enough to advance past the first round. So, you know, I don't think that, that anybody can put a stamp and say, okay, you know, these are the guys that he is definitely going with because there are any number of things that could change that equation. 
So apparently DeAndre Ayton is going to make his return tonight. At least that's what we're all expecting right now. Where do you think he shows up the most for the Suns tonight in this matchup against the Jazz? Well, I, you know, I, I may be hoping and believing too much, but I'd love for him to show up the way he did the last time they played, 29 points, 29 <laughs> rebounds. I'd be down with that. So <laughs> That'd be nice. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure we can count on that, but, you know, uh, look, he, he was moving around good the other night um, in, uh, in pregame before the, the team came out, going through some shooting drills and stuff. So I would expect him to be kind of refreshed, energized. And this is, you know, this is not a team that possesses a, a big interior. So DA has an opportunity, I think, to, you know, to, to put up some very impactful numbers. Talking to Kevin Ray of Bally Sports, Kay, there was so much talk and just the feeling around the team going into this past weekend that they needed somebody else to step up beyond just Devin Booker and, and certainly Chris Paul as well. And a few guys did, but man, Bismack in that game on Saturday night with the 17 points, the 13 rebounds, and especially the five blocks, what did that do for that group? Well, look, if, if you would have thrown that stat line out there without a name in front of it, <laughs> Instead of all the bigs who are going to be on the floor tonight, and let's say you you know you had Joel, you had Busy, you had Jock, um, and you even threw out there you know a couple of their backup big men, uh, I don't think anybody would have guessed Busy's name, and, and that is no shot at Busy, especially considering what Jock did you know the night before. Um, but it, it, it speaks to hey, it speaks to the business like approach. And uh, just professional approach that Bismack Biombo has continued to display all season long. You know, we saw him get minutes early in the year, and then uh, several DNPs, um, and then came back spotty play. Minutes were spotty DNPs, but he gets an opportunity now in this recent stretch to play, and it just goes to show, man, you 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 can't hang your head. As he said after the game, you just got to put your head down and keep going to work and believe and hope that opportunities will come. And that's exactly what happened. And as it turned out, you know, it was a situation based on kind of the style of play that Philly has because they do have another big man that the Suns could utilize that and and go to Busy. But the fact that he responded the way he did, uh, always happy for Busy because he's just such a joy to be around. So, Kay, um, over the last 10 games, Devin Booker six times has really exceeded his average of 32, 33 minutes. He's gone into 38 minutes, of course, 44, 46, 41. Do you worry about Devin Booker's minutes? Well, I, I, I was concerned going into the last two games. I, I you know, going into Sacramento, I, I was concerned, and I was really concerned not just not just the total minutes, but the the totality uh, that those minutes would you know kind of hit him with because of how much he was carrying the team offensively, and you know those being in losses. But now it's kind of settled down the last couple of games and you know he played 32 minutes in the game on Saturday night uh, not many more than that in the game on on Friday night so you you feel a little bit better about that 
uh, got some rest yesterday. Uh, the team ended up canceling the shoot around this morning because it was basically a whiteout here in Salt Lake City. You couldn't even see outside the window. So, wow. <laughs> um, so hopefully a little extra rest. But um, look, he, you know, and and I, and I think I may have said this last week, but Monty just talked about just books mentality and you know he's a hunter you'll appreciate this wolf he's a hunter and he likes to eat so (laughs) you know when the ball goes up it's time to hunt (laughs) or he's at the grocery store stags for nachos you're hunting for nachos uh kevin ray bally sports joining us Kay, we've been talking a lot on the show today about how this week sort of feels like a turning point for the suns if they really are going to go on a run it's you know it's not just that they won over the weekend but you got D.A. coming back tonight. You've got a big game against Minnesota on Wednesday, and Kevin Durant is, is supposed to come back in that one, too. Is that sort of the sense you're getting, too, of, like, here we go, ramping up with eight games left. This is this is it. Yeah, I think so. And, and you know, there was there was clearly a level of frustration last week. That's the Sacramento game in particular. You know, that that's a game they know they should have won. They, they know they – you know, they they were their own worst enemy in that third quarter, and they then they couldn't overcome it in the fourth quarter. Um, and I thought, you know, it said a lot about, and I said, to you know, on the telecast with, with EJ, you know, tonight's game, because um, Philly had played the night before and lost uh, similar to, to Phoenix's outcome. You know, they allowed a huge fourth quarter to the Warriors, so they blew a game. So in a back-to-back situation like that, two playoff teams <clears> – <throat> you know, trying to kind of sharpen the blade a little bit at this point of the season. And I kind of felt like it was a test of the team whose whose will and grit was, you know, was going to be the strongest. And, yes, the Suns were on the home floor, so that always helps a little bit. But I do think there was a collective like, whew, okay, we, we, we did what we had to do. I mean, like I think felt like they felt like they had to do it. And now, as you mentioned, you get those reinforcements back. And I think there is a sense of like, okay, it's it's time to bring the nose up on this plane, and uh, and let's elevate. Two and six over the last eight games, and yet they still hold on to the four seed. We'll take that all day long. <laughs> okay. Oh, Kay. absolutely. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Thank you, brother. Thanks, Appreciate Kay. you. All right, boys. Have a good one. You too.